Get ready to be captivated and intrigued as we delve into my life of spirits and all things paranormal. Join me, your host, Jay Lane, on The Lane Way to Spirit as I share my stories and personal experiences in the hopes of inspiring others to explore their own spirituality. Grab your favorite mug and settle in, and let's get started. Hello and welcome here today to Langway to Spirit. I'm so happy to be talking about this subject today because so many people have asked me how to tell if your house has spirits in it. And I'm really pumped to talk about this subject because, of course, last week's podcast was all about my experiences of living in a haunted house in Hanmer. And this also is as a result of a great thought-provoking conversation that I had with Melissa Amo, who is a real estate agent from Southern Ontario, who wrote a blog about how to tell if your home has spirits. But she was asking basically on a home buyer's perspective, so I'm going to be mixing it in as both home buyers and if you're living in an area where you have spirits. Now, what are some of the signs that you might have some visitors in your home that really you don't want there? Well, if you notice unexplainable activity like lights turning on and off, it could even be objects moving. For myself, it was sounds. I could hear sounds and I could hear disembodied voices. They could come even from an empty room or a different area in the house, but it's usually a sign that there might be one or more spirits in your house. Now, you might even experience what I had when I lived in my haunted house, which was a change in temperature. We had a change in temperature in one day from 72 degrees down to about 45 degrees. And it was very quick. And the thing is, that is a huge and very drastic change. But you're going to notice a very drastic type of change it's not going to be oh it's just one or two degrees it's like very drastic it could be cooler or warmer now other things that i felt were physical or emotional sensations i felt a presence i felt like i was being watched and some people even experience sudden odors like appearing out of nowhere cigarettes perfume foul odors that kind of thing and so what do you do if you experience all of that and you think that there is a spirit living in your home? Well, first of all, do not freak out. <laughs> Don't freak out. Remain calm. And it's so important to try to determine why you're suddenly receiving this unexpected activity or a company. Like, why is that spirit there? What does it want? Or is it trying to tell you something? Once you have a better understanding of that situation, there's steps that you can take. But the very first thing I try to determine is, did I bring anything new into my house? Did I bring any antiques? Did I buy secondhand clothing from a secondhand store? Did I pick up toys from a neighbor? Somebody gave me a used dog collar. Try to assess if there's been something different in the last little while or when the activity in your house started. And if you can't determine any of that, the other thing I would recommend that you do is to engage with the spirit and have a conversation with it. 
and ask questions and see if you get responses. Now, you're not always going to get audible responses. It's not like you're going to hear all of that advice coming through or all of the information, but you might notice certain things happening that are repetitive that will give you hints as to why this activity is going on. So maybe it's always on a Friday or maybe something happens at one o'clock every day. So really pay attention to that. Now, the second thing I would tell you to do, and only if you feel comfortable enough to do this, is to perform, a, I call it a smudge or a cleanse in your home. And I love sage, I love cedar, but my very favorite, to be very honest, is Palo Santo wood. And Palo Santo comes from the cypress tree. It takes four years to cure that wood, and it smells absolutely amazing. I love the scent, but it brings in good luck, brings in good energy, and rids your energy field of anything evil or malevolent. So the thing is, I really encourage that. But a lot of people say, well, am I going to smudge away my loved ones? No. Sage, cedar, palo santo is to bring in good energy and anything malevolent or anything negative does not like that. And so the thing is, they will leave the area in which these scents and this energy surrounds itself. And so there's different types of tools of divination that you can use that can help you with getting rid of that spirit or help with that spirit's transition. And if you still feel the presence after cleaning your house, and I usually tell people, smudge for seven full days, upstairs, downstairs, everywhere. But after you've done that, and if nothing has happened, or if you find that the activity has gotten worse, you may want to get some professional help with the services of a psychic medium, or a spiritual advisor, or even somebody that belongs in a paranormal group that can help assist you in resolving these conflicts and getting rid of all these unwanted energies in your home. So... That's what I would recommend. And it's always, always important when you're having that conversation with your spirits to be really respectful and to really remain open to that. Don't taunt it. Okay. Very important to tell you that. Now, can you tell if a spirit is bad or good? Can we tell that? Well, I think that most spirits are neutral. So for me, they're neither good or bad. And I think that a spirit's intention can be determined by its behavior. So if a spirit's behaving in the way that's causing people harm or property, you know, that kind of thing, then it's usually a bad spirit. So good or bad, their actions reflect their true nature. So in either case, spirits exist in a realm beyond our understanding. And it's really impossible to know for certain if a spirit is, is good or if it's bad. If you're going to have a spiritual conversation or talk with this spirit out loud, be respectful, be cautious. Try not to manipulate or upset it. Now, can spirits cause us harm? Good and bad spirits, I think, can have a very physical presence in our world. And this can range from minor disturbances, such as objects being moved or the feeling of being touched, that kind of thing to much more serious physical attacks. And bad spirits can cause psychological harm, 
what happens when there is bad or malevolent spirits around. We develop fear around those things. People become paranoid. They can also become very depressed or even start experiencing psychosis. And that can happen when someone has post-traumatic stress disorder from being so traumatized by something. And especially if they think they're being haunted or the house is haunted or they think they might be possessed or something. But bad spirits, like I say, they can cause harm by influencing our decisions, thoughts and actions. So again, it depends on the type of spirits and its intention. And for me, these instances are very rare. I mean, you'll see these types of things on TV. But for me, I think that most spirits don't really want to wish us any harm. And that we just have to be aware of the potential of a spirit being bad or wanting to protect ourselves in case it's a nasty energy. I remember Melissa asking me this question and I thought it was so great because can home buyers have a spirit inspection before buying a house? And I've never really heard of that. I've never known anybody to go and inspect a house, but I do know and and let me elaborate on that first of all. Home inspections are typically done to check for structural or safety issues, but you can get somebody to also investigate paranormal activity in your house. But if you do that, you need a professional paranormal investigator or a team that use a variety of equipment to detect the presence of ghosts or spirits. And so they might want to bring along some infrared cameras, audio recorders for EVP sessions, EMF meters like electromagnetic field meters, and other devices that measure or that record the evidence of paranormal activity. So once the investigation is completed, these investigators can provide those that are seeking their services with a report of any evidence that they may have found. But that takes time. And in today's day and age, and with the way houses are selling so quickly, I don't think that anybody would approve of a paranormal investigator or team going into a house to do a huge investigation to see if the house is haunted. So I've never heard of it. But a lot of people I've heard of this have brought a psychic or a medium with them on a walkthrough of a house before buying it. And so psychic medium might go through with the buyer and they might use these tools of divination. So dousing rods, crystals, pendulums, different types that they may use to detect energy fields or even open portals that spirit, good or bad, use to enter your home or your property. And some houses, trust me, have huge portals and they need to be closed in order for that activity to stop in a house. So it's really important to remember that the results of an investigation may not always be definitive. So the investigative team might have gone there and nothing happened that day. And so it could be that the report says that there's nothing wrong. But it's really sometimes difficult to prove the presence of a ghost or spirit. And if you believe that your house is haunted, it could be worthwhile to have it inspected to see if you can gain any insight into what's lurking in the shadows. So to see why your house is, is going through that kind of activity. Now, I really liked this question, and it was, do you find pets are more sensitive to spirits than humans are? 
So you can always bring your dog with you if you're doing a walkthrough, I guess, in your house. But for me, pets are seen as more sensitive to spirits than humans are, at least more intuitive, in my opinion. And so some pet owners that I've talked to have reported their pets acting strange or very fearful when they're near a certain area or people or have reacted to spirits they can't see with their own eyes. And I had that happen in my house in Hammer, where I took my dog outside and as we were heading towards the garden, my dog lost it and he was barking uncontrollably. And when I come back into the house, because, I mean, there was no use to keep him out there, I couldn't control him at all. So when we came back in and I went to the kitchen sink, I could see what appeared to be the spirit of a man in that garden. And it disappeared and it left me questioning myself, but I understood why my dog was barking so much. And so if you have a dog barking at thin air or a cat chasing something, don't be surprised Sometimes that happens and animals are very, very sensitive to that. And I think that they're more open to that because they don't have any preconceived notion about supernatural phenomena or spirits. It's not like they are educated about those things. So the fact that they don't know about it makes us more aware that they're aware of it. Another great question was, how could you tell if a spirit is trying to tell you something? Communications with spirit, eh, tricky thing. It's very tricky. It can be difficult to determine if they're trying to tell you something. And even in readings, my experience has been that they just want you to know that they're around. But there are some signs that you could tell that they're trying to communicate with you. So odd smells. For me, odd smells um, could be cigarettes, like I've mentioned, perfume, cooking, food. It comes and goes. But the thing is, for me, it's like they want you to know that they're there. You might even feel that chill, like I've mentioned, the temperature changes sometimes drastically. Or even see mist in the corner of your eyes or flashes or lights. Like myself, I see these little sparkly orbs and so in certain areas of the house, you might hear noises also that are unexplained. A lot of times, a lot of people feel pressure, especially in the chest area, or they're going to get this real deep tingling sensation, or they might even see objects moving on their own. So the thing is, if you have this feeling of being watched or you're seeing shadows of people in your peripheral vision, you may be experiencing having that sphere around you now some people also experience like i did the feeling of peace and then sometimes just kind of weird i I remember the house that i lived in there were two brother spirits and for me the one was very very peaceful and calm and beautiful and the other one was very confused and i could feel that emotionally so the thing is you may pick up that energy and feel those emotions yourself so don't be surprised and you don't have to be like a full-fledged medium with any certificates or anything everybody has spidey senses right so the thing is you may feel that now another great question was asking if we should use a ouija board if we're not able to communicate with spirits like a medium can i say no the thing is it is used to communicate with spirits but what kind of spirits I don't recommend using a Ouija because they can open up the channel to all types of 
energies. So you might think that you're calling out to your loved ones, but the thing is, you might be calling out something different, and it may not be what you want that answers back. And so the thing is, please look at the guide that I've attached to this podcast if you're more interested in learning about the Ouija, because it causes you a lot of problems. And there's a lot of do's and don'ts when it comes to Ouija. And I could probably spend a whole podcast just talking about that. But please do not use one. And I do have a section in there on how to dispose of a Ouija board if you do have one. So please check out the guide to Ouija board. Now, can spirits follow you from home to home? A spirit can. It can attach itself to a person and follow them from place to place. So not only can a house be haunted, but I believe that a person can be haunted too. And so it's often said that spirit has a personal connection to certain individuals or can be drawn to them for whatever unknown reasons. But the thing is, it can happen. Some people think that it's spirits looking for revenge or justice or something happened in the past. And some people think, no, it's just that spirit wants companionship. It doesn't want to be alone. But the thing is, some people who have experienced reporting, hearing disembodied voices or feeling a presence in their home have even seen apparitions in their peripheral vision. So if you start seeing that you've been somewhere, consider where you've been and why that spirit is following you. The very last question here was, could deceased animals become spirits? And some cultures believe that animals have souls and become spirits after they die. And animals that have been with a person for a very long time, it's like having kids, right? I'm telling you. They may even become part of that person's spirit family after they pass. So I always tell people, you will see your animals on the other side. You will be reunited. They do come around us once they pass. Animals could also act as messengers from the spirit world, and they can provide important guidance and insight to humans. And so regardless of the way an animal becomes a spirit, They're very deeply connected to the spirit world, and they can provide valuable insight and guidance to humans. So in the case where you're seeing a bird that lands on your window ledge, and it's a cardinal, let's say, immediately I would be looking that up to see what the spiritual meaning of a cardinal is. Or if frogs are your things, like for me, I see frogs quite often. And so I will look that up or I just know for myself that my father's spirit is close by when I see frogs or toads. And the thing is, we can relate to all kinds of different animals, but it's important to look up their spiritual meaning to see if you're receiving messages and if you have spirit telling you that they're nearby. Now, I don't want you to be afraid if you have spirits in your home. Sometimes it could be your loved ones visiting and they've just come by to let you know that they love you and that they're always close by. But if you're feeling uncomfortable or if you're noticing things that are really unusual, such as the things we talked about today, and if you're not able to cleanse or smudge your own house I would tell you to definitely hire the services of a professional person that can help you in getting rid of these energies. I want to thank you all so much for listening in today. I love you guys so much, and I hope you have an absolutely beautiful week ahead. Until next time, we'll see you again real soon.
Bye-bye. Thanks for listening in. I hope you enjoyed today's Langway to Spirit. To learn more about me, visit my website at mediumjlane.com or my socials on Facebook and Instagram.